Hi everyone, let's talk about A-B testing. So uh, in marketing research and analytics, anytime we're dealing with data, uh, we have to take it with a grain of salt. Um, we, you know, gather a bunch of data and find that uh, a certain strategy is working or not working. Um, we have to figure out why. And um, sometimes we don't necessarily know why. So it's important that we do some sort of testing to kind of dig deep and figure out you know what what uh, is, has caused a certain effect uh, alternatively maybe we want to start a new campaign or change the color of our logo it's important that we don't just do it that we actually engage in market research to find out what consumers want okay so something we do is what we call a b testing and it's just basically you're going to have two versions of a logo or an email or a product or a price whatever it might be and you're gonna apply one version to a certain part of the population and the other version to another certain part of the population and then kind of see the differences you know did, did one result in more ad clicks or more sales or more uh, you know likes on a social media posts uh, so if you don't do a B testing you don't really know um, you know which one is more effective and luckily it's not too hard especially with today's digital technologies and in digital marketing to to do a B testing so let's talk about this just a little bit starting with an example um, a while ago probably around 2010 or so uh, Tropicana decided they wanted a new logo um, in my opinion logo changes packaging changes are somewhat controversial. Uh, I think companies a lot of times overthink this idea of changing the design. Uh, they do things to kind of freshen things up, but does it really need to be done? Is it really worth the money they spend on it? It could be, but I'm not, I'm not so sure. I'm a little bit skeptical. But anyways, Tropicana had a, a design for their juice box uh, with their you know traditional logo and they decided they wanted a new one why I don't know I would guess just because just this whole idea of freshening things up um, so they went through this whole expensive process came up with a new design and launched it in stores uh, all over the country and what happened well people said it was ugly stupid cheap generic looking okay ad agency said well no you're wrong um, sales went down by quite a bit. Um, that agency that put this together got the CEO got fired. They spent 33 million dollars on the whole process, and obviously it was a mess. This package was a failure. Uh, it was a big problem. Okay, you know what? They didn't really do an A/B test. Okay, they just said let's put together this logo. They had this super creative ad agency put this logo together, and this is what happened. Okay, and this this happens a lot. Uh, also around 2010 Gap decided to change their logo and so they completely redesigned it um, they didn't get around to launching I don't think I don't remember uh, but anyways it was a failure and they ended up going back to their to their previous logo which I believe they still use to this day okay uh, but we can use a B testing to kind of see how things would play out okay uh, we've got ideas and we can you know, build on those ideas, create some products, do some sort of measurements, 
um, take that data to turn it into information and learn from that and hopefully we'll spawn new ideas until we come to some really solid conclusion okay um, but at the end of the day it's the most important thing is to listen to your customers you know your opinion doesn't matter what a ma what matters is your customers opinion so that's what you need to do okay and in order to fully you know make sure that your ideas end up being successful is you've got to follow the scientific method right um, it's this you know process where you you uh, form you, you know you start with a some sort of question and you form hypotheses you do some research to test this hypothesis um, you analyze the data and you come to some particular conclusions okay um, you know, and, and it's really the only way to fully understand uh, kind of not only cause and effect and correlation, but just is this stuff going to actually work? And, you know, lots of companies uh, did not necessarily do this. Um, another good example of a company that didn't really do this in terms of market testing was Coca Cola when they came out with the new Coke uh, formula in the mid 1980s. They didn't really fully study the market or do A-B tests to make sure that people were going to indeed um, prefer to buy the new version versus the old version and um, the rest as they say is history okay um, let's look at it let's talk about an example Facebook uh, Facebook um, you know is super popular it is also um, you know problematic for lots of people and so for whatever reason every so often someone decides uh, to deactivate their accounts, to leave Facebook, to just say I'm done with it, okay? Um, and when you decide to leave Facebook, they ask you, or used to ask you, well they still do, they ask you a bunch of questions about, well why are you leaving? And they give you this whole um, laundry list of responses, I spend too much time on it, I don't spend any time on it, I have another account, I get too many notifications, I don't think it's useful anymore, uh, and so on and so on. So you give them a response, you know, trying to explain what's going on, why you're leaving, and then they, um, um, then you press submit and you're done. Okay? Um, but let's pretend for a second that we actually work at Facebook. Okay? So, Knowing what the deactivation rate is, whatever it is, it's always going to be too high unless it's zero, right? Uh, maybe we can figure out how to, to prevent people, not, not, not like physically prevent them, but discourage them from leaving, okay? Uh, so that's a, a question. So, um, you know, why do people leave Facebook? Why, how can we get them to stay, okay? So we do some research and basically we know as Facebook users that the reason people are on Facebook is because other people that they know, their friends are on Facebook, right? Okay, so we could form a hypothesis where we say, hey, if we, if we remind people about their friends uh, and that you're going to be leaving them behind, we could lower the deactivation the, the rate. That's kind of our, our hypothesis test, okay? So Facebook actually went through this process and they actually did an A-B test, okay? And so uh, with the experimental method in order to, you know, determine an effect, you've got to have what we call a control group, okay? So in this situation, the control group was uh, status quo, kind of uh, just ask them why they're leaving and then they hit submit and they're gone. 
To that, we put together a uh, experimental group where basically instead of kind of the basic text as why are you leaving, we basically say, um, you know, we, we flash up pictures of some of their Facebook friends and say, you know, if you leave, uh, all of these friends are going to miss you. Okay, so kind of appealing to their sense of connectedness on Facebook to see if that will uh, change the deactivation rate. So basically, you apply the control group to, to some people who are trying to leave and the experimental group to others who are trying to leave and then measure the, the difference in the deactivation rate. Okay, call it a guilt trip if you want, uh, but in the experimental group, when they did this, it reduced the, the deactivation rate by 7%, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it actually is, is pretty significant when you consider, you know, the ads and the ad revenue, you know, the, the viewership needs to be um, as high as possible, okay? We use this type of technology or this type of notion of A-B testing in all kinds of technologies. Um, if you're sending out email campaigns, you can test different versions of the same email to see which ones improve um, you know, open rates, click-through rates, conversion rates, uh, all kinds of things. So um, again, it's, it's very easy to do within um, within a, a you know, technology okay so you've got two versions of the same email one of them just has some kind of weird looking uh, link to a video and another one has got you know uh, a little bit more text with some icons and things to make it look more aesthetically pleasing um, you can um, you know basically test you know which one is going to be uh, more effective okay um, and, and Generally, the idea is that the more appealing or I, you know, kind of well organized an email is, that the more it's going to improve click-through rates, sign-up rates, uh, whatever it might be. Okay, um, so again, email marketing software uh, have A/B tests built into their their capabilities, so you can do these kind of on the fly. And it's really, really nice. Okay, uh, so designing a test, anyone in the company should be able to contribute. Ideas can come from anywhere. It can come from your own data. It could even come from uh, customers. Okay, make sure that you follow the scientific method closely. I mean, it's okay to be creative. It's okay to have kind of off the wall type ideas. Okay, um, so but also be, you know. Um, you know, use common sense. Don't just do anything you want because you could still kind of, you know, make people mad. Um, and that's the last thing you want to do, obviously. Uh, Google did a, a shades of blue test where they tested 41 different shades of blue to see which one uh, performed better. And um, they found out the shade of blue that was ideal for them. Okay. Um, you know, and people have uh, you know, put a dollar value on that blue test because you know the Im the improvement in you know again click through rates and other things. Uh, you can put dollar values on those. Okay. Problem with A/B testing is what we call the local maxima. Okay, so the idea here is the most effective. Say we're talking about uh, ad campaigns. 
So, um, you know, the local maxima is the most effective ad campaign or ad version of those that you actually tested. Doesn't mean that there isn't a better design out there. It's just that it's not one that you put forth. Okay, so the absolute best design uh, may never be known because you you haven't created sort of an infinite number of you know ad versions to see which one is the best. Okay, so you're you're a little bit uh, limited in that regard. Okay, it's called the local maxima, just uh, the best of what you've got, but not necessarily the best you know overall okay um, we can test or use do a B testing through email campaigns um, again I mentioned that uh, uh, email you know applications can do this MailChimp uh, um, constant contact as well you can do this uh, you can use uh, technologies to do a B testing in social media uh, what's something called Google Optimize, Optimizely, and called Splitly.com. Just can can help you uh, determine the better of different versions of ads or you know social media posts or emails, all kinds of things. So it's important to use them to just just to improve your effectiveness. Okay. Um, Channels for A-B testing are pretty limitless, you know, the digital, we could talk about websites, emails, social media, e-commerce, um, you know, um, text coupons, mobile ads, but you could also do, you know, off, you know, off, uh, offline, you know, things, print coupons or print catalogs or billboards, things like that, you can also, to some degree, do some A B testing as well. Getting back to the email, A B testing just a bit, uh, MailChimp and Constant Contact among others. Again, they can allow you to do an A B test with every single email campaign you send out. So basically you can create two versions of the same ad or maybe you change the subject line. I have two different versions of subject lines and you want to know which one is the best. What it'll do is once you deploy or you know publish that email, it will send um, version A of whatever it is you want to test to a certain portion of the of the email list, and version B to a certain portion, and then it will wait for a little while, and whichever one results in higher click rate, higher uh, open rate, they will then apply that to the remainder of the list okay so typically it's kind of a 2080 so so the 20 percent of your uh, of your email list uh, will be part of the test groups and then once the results are known then the winner of those two versions version a or version B is then sent out uh, to the remainder uh, of the list and you can specify what your metric is is it open rate is it click rate uh, is it something else? Okay, so it's really, it's a really good way to, to you know, improve your, your your performance metrics uh, within an email campaign. Okay, um, so just know that you know that oftentimes they're automated. You can adapt them as you go, um, especially with the the email uh, example we just talked about. It is a it is a live real effort that can greatly improve things for you.
Uh, absolutely. Okay. Um, but do know that there are some limitations. You know, you do an A-B test, say, on an email campaign, um, and it doesn't really answer the question, why is one more effective than the other? It just tells you which one is. So you don't necessarily have the under the underlining, underlining kind of theoretical underpinnings. So um, that's uh, may not be a problem, but it but it may be a problem. Okay, um, you know A/B tests are often about the ends rather than the means. So um, you know that may not give you full understanding. Okay, uh, and again they're limited to your you know limited by your research question and the, the versions. Uh, of the experimental groups that you put together yourselves, okay? Um, so, you can use A-B tests to understand why, so and it's, it's, it takes longer and it's going to cost more money and it's going to involve more detail, but uh, it is important to also try to figure out why version A of an email, for example, worked better than version B. So, it can kind of help you uh, in the long run, for sure. Okay, um, so it's important. Finally, kind of last thing to say is, if you're following the experimental method in doing A/B tests, you want to make sure that you only change one thing between version A and version B. That way, you isolate some particular effect. Because if you change a bunch of different things on, you know, from version A to version B, you don't really know if it was the color or the text or the image or something else okay so you never you'll never really know exactly what was it that made one more effective but if you just do uh, two versions where you change say only the color or say only the text then it gives you a better idea of of uh, the, the effect that was had okay so conclusion a b tests are super super important um, they're fairly easy to do in most situations and uh, can uh, help you greatly improve your marketing effectiveness. Okay, talk to you soon. Thanks.